1: At a time when we are all pulling together to fight coronavirus, COVID-19, I have something for you. An all-free e-chapter on coronavirus crimes and how to fight them. Don't be a coronavirus crime victim. From door-to-door sales, of fake cures and tests, vaccines, that's not real to robocalls that are trying to scam you, to fake ads, to phishing you online, to fake cures that are being sold on the Internet and on infomercials right now. You've got to arm yourself against these crimes. Please download our free e-chapter, Coronavirus Crimes, Don't Be a Victim. Go to CrimeOnline.com. You'll see it there. Hit the link and download it for free. Arm yourself against criminals and scam artists. Cons that will not only take advantage of you, but take advantage of you, your parents, your grandparents, and people you love at a time when we are all fighting the virus. I hope you go to CrimeOnline.com and download this It's been highly researched and presented for you for free. Goodbye, friend. Keep the faith. His nickname is Super Duper, a.k.a. Duper for short. So how does this devoted father of nine end up dead on the floor of a family dollar. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. Let's kick it off with our friends at Fox 2 Detroit. His family says the
3: lovable father of six children and three stepchildren cared for his family more than anything.
1: His main focus on anything 24-7 was his mama, his kids, and his wife.
3: Munnerlin even getting the nickname Super Duper from his mother because he was always helping others.
1: All he did was rip and run and try to help everybody. Instead, He put everybody before him. You know, I'm hearing our friend Erica Erickson at... Fox 2 describing Calvin Munderland just 43 years old the father of nine all the guy did according to family friends co-workers was work like a dog and spend time with his family Um, I have listened to what so many people have to say about Calvin aka Super Duper they said no matter where he was he had one or more of the nine children with him with me as an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again. I just I just don't get why a hard working guy just trying to support his family has to be dead on the floor of the family dollar. With me, Kathleen Murphy, North Carolina, family lawyer, you can find her at M N C Domestic Law, knows her way around the courtroom. Psychoanalyst to the stars, Dr. Bethany Marshall, joining me from LA on Insta, Dr. Bethany Marshall. Cloyd Steiger, 36 years, Seattle PD, 22 homicide, author of Seattle's Forgotten Serial Killer, Gary Jean Grant at CloydSteiger.com. Professor of Forensics, Jacksonville State University and author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, Joseph Scott, Morgan Forensics Expert joining us. But right now to the lead news anchor, Orlando WDBO Ray Caputo. Ray, I just don't get how a guy like Calvin Munerlin ends up dead. Hey Ray, take a listen to our friends at
4: Fox 2. it's just no excuse for somebody to take this kind of an action over this kind of an issue
3: shot in the head killed apparently for telling someone to put on a mask.
5: This was totally uncalled for. Um, he didn't bother a soul.
3: The family of 43 year old Kelvin Munnerlin known lovingly as super duper says he'd been working at this family dollar store on Fifth Avenue in Flint as a security guard for the past few months.
6: It's so devastating that he shouldn't have lost his life by trying
1: to
0: save
3: life. Flint police and the Genesee County prosecutor's office say Friday afternoon, 45-year-old Sharmel Teague came into the store, Munnerlyn ordering her to put a mask on. Police say Teague began yelling and spitting on him, Munnerlyn telling the cashier not to serve her.
1: You know, uh, back to you, Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, Orlando Morning News WDBO, Ray, explain to me, how did the whole thing start? Well, Nancy, you know that Michigan's one
2: of the many states that has a lockdown order. So basically, the governor there says that people have to wear masks inside enclosed buildings. You know, that's the order of the day. So Calvin was working at a dollar, a family dollar, a dollar general store. He was a hardworking guy doing his job, and a couple people come in, Charmel Teague and her little girl, and Sharmel is wearing a face mask and the little girl's not, so he's just doing his job. Calvin comes up to Charmel and says, you know, the kid has to have a mask. And when uh, she, she apparently didn't like what he said and a verbal argument ensued. And that's how things started to go downhill.
1: Um, I, I wanna go out to Dr. Bethany Marshall. Everybody in that jurisdiction, this is just a little north of downtown Flint, Michigan. Everybody there is under orders by the governor not all businesses have been open, but the ones that are open, you're supposed to be wearing face masks.
7: Why do you have to
1: have a fight
7: about a face mask? Nancy, there is so much rage that's being projected into the issue of face masks. I think wage inequality, whatever is going on in a person's personal life. You know, we are all used to protecting ourselves, going to the doctor for every little ache and pain and symptom. But there is very little public discourse about protecting the health and lives of others. And wearing a mask is not just for yourself. It is for other people. The only public discourse on uh, taking some action for saving the lives of others is in drinking and driving and smoking. And that's it. So Charmel, who walked into the store and her little girl did not have a mask on, was only thinking about herself and her little girl. She was not thinking about everybody else in that store. There was a big breakout here in Pasadena. A family gathered, they had a family birthday party. One of the kids didn't wear a mask, coughed all over everybody. And there was, it became a hot spot for COVID and spread throughout the community. So kids have to wear masks too.
1: Guys, we're talking about the death, the shooting death of a 43 year old a guy doing his job, devoted to his family. What did you just say about wage inequality? Because when I go in, for instance, Costco, they don't care who I am, I gotta wear a mask. So what are you saying, Dr. Bethany, about wearing a mask has something to do with wage inequality and that makes people mad? Yeah, that doesn't mean, even make sense to me. Well, I guess what I'm saying, Nancy, is the fact No, no, that no, no, up- no, don't guess what you're <laughs> saying. What are you saying? You're already talking in in psychoanalyst terms that I'm just a JD. Okay. Got to break it down for me. I believe
7: there is a subculture in our country who is enraged. These are the people who protested in Charlottesville. This is the guy who ran somebody over with a uh, car. These are people who commit crimes. And I think that sometimes, I know I'm a psychoanalyst, not a politician, but I do think wage inequality, I think uh, conspiracy theories that are just abounding on the Internet, mistrust of science. Bring it home, Bethany. Bring it home. It's Let me get you out of the way. and back mad, on the road. And they
1: took it out on this poor. But what does that have to do with wage inequality? What what are you saying? I know I heard you say did she say wage inequality? You did. What does that have to do with face masks? Okay, I'm
7: digging myself into a hole here, Nancy. Nancy, there is huge wage inequality in our country and as a part of this pandemic Okay, you're making my head and my teeth hurt. What does that have to do with face masks? Well, rage can get projected into an object or a symbol. It what ra- does wage the have to do so with... Race, she felt that... Fo- okay, Charmel felt that following the rules was putting her out, was insulting her, was taking away her civil liberties. What does that have to do with wage? Can you
1: just go ahead and admit it had nothing to do okay. with wage?
7: It had nothing to do with wage. You're right. You're the prosecutor. I'm on the tell stand. Tell me if cannot, it does tell, tell me no because I want to understand.
1: Myself. I can't do it, Nancy. If it does have to do with wage inequality, which I recognize. You know, I remember working three, way at one point, four jobs as a district, when I was an assistant district attorney, just to make my house payment and my car payment, which smoked from under the hood every time I stopped at a red light. But I... I just want you to tell me in one sentence what wage inequality has to do with face
7: masks. I believe that people who have intergenerational wage inequality are prone to being more angry and more anti-authority, and they took it out on this poor security guard. Okay, now
1: I hear what you're saying, and what I'm selecting, cherry-picking out of what you've been saying Is that there's a lot of rage right now in general because of COVID lockdown and face masks have turned into a symbol of that rage that I'm getting. And that I had not thought of until you brought it up that it's um, disrespecting people to ask them to wear a face mask. See, all I know is that if I want to go in to Costco and get my chicken tiki masala, I have to wear a face mask, okay? So I I don't even think about why, who, what, where, why, when. I know what I want, I know what I gotta do to get it, bam! But you're bringing up a whole different can of, uh, of ball of wax here. Purpose: GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we're talking about why a 43-year-old dad of nine ends up shot in the back of the head. Everything Dr. Bethany just said is most likely true, but I still don't get why he's shot in the back of the head, why he's got nine children without a dad A dad right now. Take a listen to our Dave Mack from CrimeOnline.com.
2: 43-year-old Calvin Munerlin is working as a security guard for the family dollar in Flint, Michigan, when Charmel Teague and her 5-year-old come into the store. The 45-year-old mother is wearing a mask, as state guidelines require, but the child is not. When Munerlin tells Teague that her child must wear a mask, she yells at him, spits on him, and drives off. About 20 minutes later, she returns to the store with her 44-year-old husband, Larry Edward Teague, and 23-year-old son, Ramonier Trevon Bishop. All three confront Munerlin.
1: So, explain to me, back to you, Ray Caputo, lead news, anchor Orlando, WDBO. So, he, super duper, asked the mom, and I believe that to be 45-year-old Charmelle Teague, put a mask on your daughter. The mom throws a fit, and I'm sure this is all on surveillance video, PTL, and... Jackie's shaking her head, yes. You know, you never know, which I'll circle back with you, Joe Scott and Cloyd Steiger, because you, you look around you think you see cameras. Half of them aren't working. Half of them tape over. Blah, blah. She throws a fit and actually spits on Super Duper, Calvin Mutterlin and then stomps off And Huff, oh wait, I left something out. He tells her, put a mask on your daughter. She throws a big fit, won't do it. He tells the cashier, don't serve them. Now remember, he's under governor's orders to do this. He's the one that will get a ticket or an ordinance violation or maybe even close down the family dollar. And so that's when she spits on him and stomps off. Do I have the facts correct so far, Ray Caputo? Am I leaving anything out? Because frankly, Ray, as you well know, one fact can change the outcome of a trial or the way we look at it. Something else may have happened that I don't know about that may change everything. So what am I leaving out, if anything?
2: But that's the facts, Nancy, including what you just mentioned at the end that Calvin told the cashier not to serve Charmella and I I believe that's what really set her off. Tell me. But you got the facts right. Why do you say that's really what set her off? Well, you know what? She was denied service there. She must have thought this is just a, a dollar general security guard. Who's this guy to, whoa, to tell whoa, me whoa, what whoa. to do? Did you
1: just say he's just a, a, a family dollar security guard? Did you just say that? I'm
2: assuming that's what Charmelle oh. thought. I personally, guys like Calvin Nancy are unsung heroes Wouldn't during the tell pandemic. You put themselves in
1: danger. My father was a blue collar worker as a freight agent for the Southern Railway, Norfolk Southern. And he worked god-awful hours, had to drive from one place to another until he finally got a, a, a secure spot, and he helped put me through law school, my sister through a PhD at Wharton, and my brother through his undergraduate degree. So you know what, I don't take, very kindly when people say, like Calvin, but I hear what you're saying, and I think you're right, Ray Caputo. I think she thought, I'm not letting some security guard at Family Dollar tell me what to do. I guarantee you, you're right, and it's all mashed up And what Dr. Bethany was saying. Um, I want to circle back very quickly to Cloyd Steiger, 36 years Seattle PD. I know it by heart now, Cloyd Steiger, and I'm always (laughs) amazed with you. 36 years Seattle PD, 22 years of that in homicide, now author of Seattle's Forgotten Serial Killer, Gary Jean Grant. Cloyd, how many times has a triple homicide, I'm just thinking of one in my head that I prosecuted, crazy things everything goes haywire over something as small as your daughter needs to wear a face mask and everything just goes Nancy, yeah, i can't bat it crazy
5: yeah i can't begin to tell you how many murders i've investigated that were absolutely over nothing over some minor little disagreement and the guns come out and people start shooting or they stab or they strangle it's just you know i don't know what it is but we live in a society where some people just have no value of
2: a
4: human life and will... Uh, kill I somebody think it's who will something else.
1: It. I agree with you, Cloyd, that no value on a human life. But the impulse control, you know, I'm very anti-gun for my home, our home. And my husband doesn't feel that way, but he goes along with me because I remember the first time I had to pick a gun up and hold it in front of the jury, I felt like I was picking up a burning pot but I'm all for everybody else the right to bear arms. With, in a world where guns are so prolific and no impulse control, you put those things together and you get Calvin and dead on the floor. Uh, And Cloyd Steiger is right. Human life, no value. To Joseph Scott Morgan, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State, Joe Scott, I pray to God that there's a video of this just because you've got a camera trained on the cashier, that doesn't mean a hill of beans in reality. Why?
5: No, it, it doesn't, because it's not gonna capture everything. Hopefully they've got multiple CCTV views, that is little cameras that are positioned. And if you go into stores, uh, sometimes they're not as glaring as they used to be, where you have this, you know, kind of a camera module sitting up there. They'll look like a big fish eye sticking out of the ceiling and hopefully there'll be multiple views all the way around. These cameras kind of rotate around. It used to be kind of cost prohibitive to have these things because it had to have tape, you had to have these big cameras, not anymore. You can actually digitize or or make these in a digital format. These cameras roll perpetually, you load it onto the hard drive and it's there. Hopefully it was working. How many of these cases do we cover Nancy where we have no CCTV coverage? In this particular case, I can tell you it's gonna be striking because this is gonna tell a tale of a public execution is what it's gonna come down to.
1: You know, I hadn't thought of it like that, a public execution. Um, straight out to Kathleen Murphy. Kathleen, take a listen to our friends at NBC. This is Alicia Bergio.
0: After an argument broke out between Munderland and the female suspect because her daughter was not wearing
1: a mask, things took a turn. Surveillance video from Family Dollar shows the woman was forced to leave the store, then later came back with her son, Bishop, and husband Teague.
4: One of the black males started yelling at Munerlin about disrespecting his wife. The other black male then walks up to Munerlin and shoots Munerlin.
6: Both men took off after the incident.
5: He was just an all-around good guy, and um, when, when I found out what had happened to him, it really broke my heart because I know what kind of person he was.
1: Okay, and this is not about race because the victim is an African-American male. His nine children, his wife, left behind, are all African-Americans. The shooter is an African-American. I think that was part of a BOLO, be on the lookout. And the reporters were trying to give information about what the perps look like because to you, Kathleen Murphy, North Carolina trial lawyer they took off they shoot Calvin Munderland in the back of the head the son, the son and the dad come in, they start jawing at Calvin Munderland super duper about disrespecting the wife and Shermel Teague shoot him in the back of the head execution style and then they go to their car and drive off over a face mask tell me kathleen murphy how many times have you looked at a case you're handling and thought over what it is a day-to-day thing and nancy i'm happy to say that when i have clients that come in
6: that are involved with domestic violence i work really hard to talk with them about tools that we can
7: put into place to control their behaviors whether it's somebody that has rage issues whether it's somebody has control issues people have
1: to learn to control themselves and there is a place right now
7: where we need to put tools into place for people to control their rage help the public learn how to deal with these situations so we don't lose a wonderful father like Cooper especially and I'm one of seven now kids.
1: And I just can't imagine.
6: I'm one of seven kids. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
1: Purpose: GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. Offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides you a path to help fulfill your dreams. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we're talking about the execution-style murder of a guy just doing his job at Family Dollar, working really long, hard hours, supporting nine children and a wife, gets gunned down after he asks a woman to give her daughter a face mask. Um, Then she spits on him and leaves. What a disrespect. And then the husband comes back with the son, they start attacking him verbally about disrespecting the mom, the wife, Charmel Teague, and end up shooting him dead. Take a listen to our friend CBS News correspondent, Laura Podesta.
3: A family dollar store in Flint, Michigan, became a murder scene on Friday. Police believe a security guard, 43-year-old Calvin Munerlin, was fatally shot in the head after he told shopper Charmel Teague that her daughter had to wear a mask before entering the store.
4: The daughter did not have a mask, uh, Charmelle did have a mask, but the altercation ensued uh, and we believe she, she communicated with Larry, uh, Larry Teague and uh, Ramon Bishop and they returned to the store and the uh, shooting occurred.
1: You know, there you go, right there, uh, a lot of times when there is a heated argument and a shooting or a death occurs, it can be argued, and sometimes successfully, that that was a voluntary manslaughter that you shot in the heat of passion. But the fact that they left and came back, (laughs) that's not gonna work because they had what we call under the law to Kathleen Murphy in North Carolina, cooling off period. Give it to me in a nutshell, Kathleen. If there's
7: even one moment in time where they have the ability to cool off, then it's not going to be any other charge but murder in the first degree. No
1: other charge but murder in the first degree. Well, to make matters worse, they go on the run. Take a listen to Fox 5 DC, Tara and Asher.
4: We believe Finley and Mitchell rented a vehicle here and drove Teague to Texas. In Texas, we allege They bought tea clothing at a Houston area Walmart and rented him a room. And on Friday, Michigan State Police nabbed his son, Leighton praising the public after a tip led Michigan State Police to Bishop, who had been hiding out in a Bay City house. Authorities entered the building, called into the unit in which they believed Bishop was hiding, and he was taken into custody without incident
1: back to ray caputo lead news anchor orlando morning news wdbo ray so how many people are helping these people the perps cover up their crimes nancy six
2: people are now charged with this murder this this situation that spun out of control six people are now going to face charges you know, we got Char- Charmelle, we
1: got yeah, Larry. Yeah, let's break it down. We hold got- hold on. Charmelle Teague is the mom who goes in with a face mask with the daughter without a face mask. 45-year-old, old enough to know better, Charmelle Teague. That's number one. Who else do we have? Well, we got Larry Teague, the husband, who was mm-hmm. the one that came back and confronted uh, Calvin. Yep, and 44-year-old and- husband, Larry Teague. Then we've got...
2: Romanye Bishop, and he's the shooter, the, the stepson of Larry and um, Charmelle's real son,
1: biological son. 23-year-old Romanye Bishop. Those are the main perps, but then we've got another. Well, then we have another family member, Nancy.
2: We have Briah Bishop. She is an adult daughter of um, a brother of Romanye. Now, she was charged with eating and abetting, basically helping Romanye get get
1: away. So, Bria Bishop, age 25 years old, according to my notes, has three counts against her. Tampering with evidence, that's 10 years possibility. Lying to cops, that's four years possibility. And what have I scribbled out here? She's got one more. Um, I bet it's a five years, so I bet it's accessory after the fact. So, what's the story? What did they do to help... The shooters get away. Well, the, the two people we know that, that took
2: Larry Teague down to Texas, Laura Mitchell and, and Terrence Finley, we don't know the relationship, but they are obviously close enough to be able to help Larry. They helped him um, get a hotel room. They obviously drove him. They bought him clothes. I mean, they went through pretty great lengths. Now, I, I'm not quite sure exactly what Brea uh, or Brea did, but she um, clearly helped throw the cops off. There, there was an eight-day period between Larry and Romagna uh, being doing this and then being taken into custody. So they were they were on the run for a hot minute.
1: You're not kidding. They were on the lam, eluding police for over a week. To Joseph Scott Morgan, I want to get back to the scene of the shooting because this is really important to me that these people be brought to justice for what they did to Calvin Munderland. What can you tell me about how that scene should be processed, how important it is that the medical examiner, for instance, gets the right answer? trajectory path of the bullet in Calvin's head that they look for gunshot residue or stippling around the wound. Why is why those details and others that you're gonna tell me about so important in this case?
5: Oh, it is important, Nancy, and you've already made very salient point in that they left and came back. So they came back armed. Uh, mm. My suspicion you're is- You're right on with is, that.
1: that. That's yeah. so right. That they came oh, yeah. back. They couldn't just leave in a huff. Have any of you yeah. ever been at a store or somewhere and something happens, you're like, hmm, I'm leaving, because I sure have. Yeah, leave in a huff, but do you have to come back armed to the teeth? Yeah, can that I make a make a makes comment me about so that? mad. Okay, Joe Scott, for once, Bethany's interrupting you, not me. <laughs> I want credit for that. Jump in, Beth.
7: Okay, so I was a marriage and family therapist before becoming a psychoanalyst, and I had the rare experience throughout the years of treating extended family systems where it seemed like everybody acted like animals. And when I say animals, I mean animals. It's hard it's for like me to had... get that
1: through my head with okay. you out there on Rodeo Drive and the family acting like <laughs> animals. Go ahead. It's
7: almost like they were all very primitive, like fighting. I remember uh, two moms with they're in their, their 40s with their collective five or six daughters all in my office fighting over something stupid. One of the daughters was high. Both of the mothers were trying to grab attention at the expense of their daughters. Both mothers were um, still living with men who had molested children in the family. And it's almost like they were all primitive. Like nobody had socialized them. Nobody had educated them. They were all out for themselves. And I, I just threw up my hands in despair. And I thought, it's like these people are like animals. And I was trying to uh, and I don't mean that to be devaluing. I mean that the the aspect of being civilized, of being social, of learning impulse control, like you uh, talked about earlier, everything we learn in childhood. You know, Nancy, you're a mother. Think of the many hours you spend processing Lucy and John David's experiences. Processing and processing and processing. Imagine if you raised them and you never processed one single thing. They could just slop food out of the refrigerator. They could hit each other. They could, you know, spit on kids at school. And then that was celebrated. Like, that's a great way to behave in the world. Some families do operate like this. It's surprising, but they really do.
1: I'm just thinking of all the things. And I'm sure, you know, this is going to give the twins years and years of psychoanalyst anal- analysis. But I'm forever saying, Lucy, stand up straight. Do not slouch. John David, we do not need to see the food in your mouth while you're chewing. Just, I know that one day they're going to go, oh, my mother, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? It's worth it if they stand up straight and don't chew with their mouth open. I'll, I'll take the abuse. But I'm listening to what you're saying. And now the daughter of this, this mom has seen the mom spit on a security guard. And there's no telling how all these children have been raised.
6: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
1: Christian affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we're talking about the brutal murder of a guy just trying to do his job and raise his children. And there is no value that you can place on a father's presence, a good dad, in your life. A good dad it means the world. And I'm I'm kind of choking up because I'm thinking about all the sacrifices my mom and dad made for us and the example they gave us. And you know, some mornings when I, I don't want to get up at five o'clock and start working, I think about my dad and my mom doing it all those years, never complained. Take a listen, Joe Scott Morgan. I want you to hear ABC 12 News reporter Anne Piret.
4: You know, I've said this before, senseless and tragic, and there's just no explanation for it.
0: May 1st, 44-year-old Larry Teague and his stepson, 23-year-old Romanye Bishop, are accused of gunning down this Family Dollar security guard, Calvin Duper Munerlin. They took off to avoid getting caught, but the Genesee County prosecutor says they actually walked from the scene.
4: Teague didn't run at all, which is one of the reasons we think he knew that Bishop was going to shoot Munderland because after the shooting, the normal reaction, if you didn't know that was going to happen, would be to run.
0: From there, David Layton says they went to Bishop's sister's Flint home. Bria Bishop is facing three felonies accused of helping the two escape. How long the two were there, where they went next, and when they split up isn't clear. You know, just
1: the senselessness of this, but back to you. Joseph Scott Scott Morgan, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University and author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon. Joe Scott, the fact that they just walked away. Just, I, I can't wait for a jury to see that, assuming it was caught on video. So how, what do we need to process this scene, process, Mr. Mullen's body in order to prove, help me prove the murder case here.
5: Well, it's, it's a dynamic environment. You got people that are screaming at one another, carrying on. I think that I like to refer to Charmelle as Queen Charmelle because she went home and told these guys come with me. And then she cut them loose on this guy after she spit on him, like he was some kind of less than human person. And when that happened, You have the father potentially, and I'm just spitballing here, but you've got the father distracting in an argument. He's up in the security guard's face. And then the son, the gutless person that he is, rolls around to the rear of him, takes out a firearm, and shoots this man in the back of the head, Nancy. All right? Now, what we need to know, did they force him on the ground? and then shoot him from an upward angle so that it's going down. You know, imagine a a classic from an old movie where people are being executed, the individual being shot downward like this, or did he just simply walk behind him and discharge the weapon? Now, the other piece to this is at what range did he do this? Was he across the store? Because if he's across the store, there's not going to be any soot deposit on the back of this man's head. My suspicion is this occurred in close quarters. So within probably 18 inches of this poor man's head, the back of his head, where he doesn't have eyes in the back of his head as he's being attacked by this gutless coward, he's being shot directly into the back of the head. You're going to have a storm of these little particles that are going to be around this wound. And depending upon how far apart the particles are, that'll give us an indication as to the range of fire. The further away you are, the wider the spread, okay? We're not just talking about the bullet hole. We're actually talking about soot deposition on the back of the head. And that's going to be the tail of the tape. You combine that with the CCTV images that we hope are there, and it's going to be dramatic. I think that this will be a slam dunk in court.
1: Yeah, I thought that about O.J. Simpson too. (laughs) But when you're talking, when you're referring to soot deposition, I think, or I've told juries in the past to think of, I don't use hairspray as an example because there's so many different kinds of hairspray. There's aerosol, there's pump. Uh, I use Lysol because men and women, I hope, on my jury, can have heard of Lysol or sprayed it before. (laughs) And soot deposition, as Joseph Scott Morgan was correctly explaining, the further away you are from the Lysol, you spray it. If you're that close, you get a dead-on burst of Lysol, the further away you get, you get a spray. Same way with a bullet. The closer you are to your target, the more concentrated the gunshot residue will be. The further you are away from it, the more diffused it will be. Okay, well, I got to tell you this much. They go back in, they say that Sharmel Teague, 45-year-old, as Joe Scott calls her Queen Charmelle, has been disrespected. Well, they didn't make it hard. It took a minute to track them down, but take a listen to our friend Ann Pierrette at ABC12.
0: The prosecutor says Flint police received a tip from an old friend of Bishop's, and that led them here. He
4: was taken into custody without any incident whatsoever without anybody getting hurt.
0: The alleged murder weapon, a 40 caliber handgun, hasn't been found yet. Layton says Bishop has about a dozen weapons registered to him, but didn't have any on him. His stepdad Teague was arrested the day before, Thursday, May 7th, shortly after Laura Mitchell and Terrence Finley were caught. The pair's relationship to each other and to Teague isn't known, but Layton says they rented a car to get Teague to Houston, bought him clothes and rented him a room, but he checked in under his own name, making it that much easier for the U.S. Marshals to find him. But how were they led to Texas in the first place?
4: Flint PD, some of their really good detectives, were able to, with their ear to the ground, come up with information uh, indicating that Finley and Mitchell had taken uh, a T to, to Houston.
1: Nobody said he was a rocket scientist. Checks in under his own name. Jackie, you're trying to say something. I'm not the stepdad, I'm the dad, the
7: what? The dad that stepped up.
1: Wow. I'm looking at a picture of Calvin Munderland. He's got nine children, and he's like this, proud. He's got a a T-shirt that says, I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad that stepped up. I'm so mad I could chew a nail in half, and I know it's not going to make anything any better. We cannot bring Calvin Munderland back, but we can make sure that this group, this family group, that enabled the shooting, that agitated the shooting, that covered up the shooting, that aided and abetted the escape of fleeing felons, are brought to justice. These nine children and this wife need to know somebody cared. And the maximum penalty under the law must be sought There's no alternative. There's no room for a plea deal or negotiations. They all have to go down for the maximum. Ray Caputo, where does it stand right now? Well, Nancy, like you said, the entire family is going from one type of
2: lockdown to another. and This current one is, is not going to end anytime soon. They're all facing
1: serious charges. Um, the entire family is going to see jail time, basically. Um, I don't want just uh, jail time. I don't want a 20-year sentence where they walk in 10 years. Oh, no. You not go in a family dollar and gun down the security guard for asking you to wear a face mask and not do the max. Oh, no! What are they going to get? I, I completely
2: agree with you, Nancy, but I don't believe, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, that Michigan has the death penalty. They right? don't. I don't know that for sure. Yeah, you can they shoot don't.
1: as many people as you want there and still get the same sentence. So what are they looking at?
2: Well, they're, they're looking at a lot of time. I mean, the, starting with uh, Briah, she could face 10 years, and she seems to be the one that, that has the least charges against her. The other two aiding, abetting, I'm not quite sure how long She can face 19 years,
1: 10 years on the uh, main count tampering, four lying to cops and five accessory after the fact. I've been adding it up behind your back. She's looking at if the judge runs it consecutively, which I hope he, she does, she's looking at 19 years behind bars. They'll cut her loose after about five, seven years. But I'm telling you, nothing but the max is gonna do for Charmelle Teague, 45, Larry Teague, 44, and Romagna Bishop, 23. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace Crime Story signing off. Goodbye, friend.
2: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast.
5: Is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board.
4: This is uncanny USA.
1: He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed.
2: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime.
1: Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading.